0: Ladies and gentlemen, 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 you are now listening to to, the P-13 Podcast.
1: Anyways, (laughs) welcome back to the P-13 Podcast. Always a good time here. Always a good time, as you've already known. You lovely listeners, we just want to start by saying thank you. For continuing to make this podcast happen.
0: Yes, we are very grateful for the continued support. And we're getting close to uh, a thousand listeners, unique listeners at this point, which means a thousand different people that we've impacted, which is cool. We've potentially had requests or we have had requests to potentially create t-shirts with the P13 podcast cover album art on it. So uh, shoot us a DM if you're interested. Ooh, We may be doing a giveaway when we reach a thousand listeners of a free P13 podcast shirt with yours truly on on the front of the shirt.
1: In our wonderful pose. Yes. Yes. With, with our
0: dope background.
1: <laughs> 90s a background. 90s. Vintage 90s. Vintage 90s. Early yeah. 90s. Yeah. Early 90s? Like Saved by the Bell? 90s? Yeah.
0: I would say so. That's what makes me think of...
1: That, oh, the commercials. I don't know why this just popped in my head, but I've I've came across YouTube videos of old 80s and 90s commercials of like different things. Those are great. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Also, who's your favorite Saved by the Bell character?
1: Ooh. Um, It's one of the girls. I can't remember her name.
0: Oh, what were the names? Kelly. Was it Kelly one?
1: I think I had a crush on Kelly.
0: Yeah, I mean, who didn't? That's true. Yeah. What I'd have to you? go with Slater. Slater? Yeah. Yeah. One of my idols.
1: Badass. Yeah. Slater Mario was, Lopez. I going
0: Doing a beauty pageants now. Oh, my God. Or something, right? He, he looks
1: great at, what, how old is he? Like 50? Who knows? 40, 40? late
0: 40s, 50s. Dude's still shredded. He is. Um, Speaking but, of shredded.
1: Speaking of shredded. As you already know, this podcast is related to health and fitness, although it may not be presented in our title. However, listeners, you know that we talk about health and fitness in here. Um, We have done previous episodes on other parts of fitness, so if you are interested, if you're a new listener and you're interested in learning a a little bit more about the health and fitness world, scroll back. We got a few. We got stuff on creatine we mm. have stuff on flexibility yeah. we have stuff on goal setting all those are there for your consumption free of charge via spotify or apple well uh, let me uh, let me take that back whatever you're paying for your listening or streaming services you're that, <laughs> that do, is you get this as part of, of that <laughs> we don't get any money from. we that. don't get any money <laughs> out of that this is purely out of our fun and our like dedication to this yes um so What you may not know, though, is maybe the term fitness, which is a very broad term. Am I right? Very broad. Can be. Can be very broad. So that's why today we are going to delve into that term. We're going to look into what is fitness. How do you define it? And this is our topic of discussion today. So how about we start with that? What is fitness? How do you define fitness?
0: Yeah. So, well, first of all, got to give a shout out to Gudri. This was actually originally an FAQ. Ah, um, that's right. Yeah, and we decided that it's uh, too big of a um, too big of a topic to do as part of the FAQ because yes. it just can go very deep. So, and thought, you know, hey, we like to go this. into a deep conversation. We do here. Um, you should have just heard before we started. Well, it's recorded. It's recorded. Maybe released. Maybe. Deep conversation maybe um, i but, get
1: to control all the editing so i don't know maybe don't yeah <laughs> <see>.
0: <laughs> uh call becomes vulnerable yes um, i do get <laughs> but uh yeah so we we decided this would have to be its own standalone episode because it is such an important topic that has a lot of different different routes that we could take when when talking about it so you know we'll kind of talk about the definition of fitness in a few different ways right because there are actually multiple definitions for the word, um, and so we'll look at it like what does it historically mean, what does it mean now, has it changed, and kind of look into what that means for, you know, you maybe as a fitness enthusiast.
1: It's almost like a definiception because definite-ception. there's more definitions. Is that a word? No.
0: Is it like a spin off of inception? Yes. Ooh, I like That's it.
1: What I, was, I, was, I was alluding to that.
0: So it's like, I
1: tried to throw into the alley oop there, but I think I may have hit the backboard. No, it's okay.
0: (laughs) I can grab it and slam it down. There we go. Yeah.
1: Um, but it's like, almost like you have a definition within a definition delving deeper, just Mm. looking at her notes. I see what you're saying. Yeah.
0: You just Christopher Nolan me. I think so. Wow.
1: Very Um, rarely do I do that. Yes.
0: Um, so again, looking at the definition of fitness in a few different ways. So historically, what does it mean? So there's, a couple different when you search on google there's a couple different ones that pop up Um, there's a biological definition which is an organism's ability to survive and reproduce in a particular environment Mm. okay so that's one another one which i think this is a more recent definition is good health and strength achieved through exercise which is also like extremely broad. Very broad. Like that is super broad. That's
1: the definition within the definition.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that is. And then there's uh, another one that is the quality of being suitable to fulfill a particular role or task. And when you look at the origins of the word and when it was start first started being used, that one seems to be the most um, like the the oldest one, I guess you Mm -hmm. could say. And Fast forwarding to now, like to me, that definition is where we can start talking a little bit about sports specific fitness Yeah, and, you know, especially looking at that definition being suitable to fulfill a particular role. So I think of that as being fit or strong or fast or whatever enough or have enough endurance to do a particular task, which could be lifting a bunch of weight Running for a long period of time, running really fast, right? So, that's kind of dissecting that definition a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then, also has the definition of fitness changed over time? I would say absolutely, absolutely. And I think one, there's the you know the the second definition that I listed of good health and strength achieved through exercise. That's probably been that's changed. like within the, within the last hundred years, that's probably become a definition of fitness. Yeah. Right. So prior to that, that definition didn't really exist. Then additionally, I think that we have changed our definition of what is fit, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a little bit of a different question, but similar in that people often reference, um, I don't know if you've seen that video of, like, in the 1960s, a physical fitness class in oh, high school. Yeah, 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 Have yeah. you seen that? Like, there was an initiative in the 60s to, like, get people really fit for potentially conflict, I think. Army. Right? Yeah, like, because there was the Cold War was going on or starting. Yeah. Things like that. It was when JFK was in office and, you know, there was a Cuban Missile Crisis and all that stuff, and there was a lot of discussion around potentially a big – war and so there was an initiative to like make the population more fit so anyways there's this video all all of you can look (laughs) it up um there's this video of a physical fitness class in the 1960s and i think it's really just males so like that's one thing to you know i don't whatever times have changed but yes take a look at that video it's these shredded like teenage boys Going through these obstacle courses, it's
1: like monkey bars, monkey bars, ropes,
0: like parallel bars that they have to like uh, hand walk across. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. So basically, what I'm saying with all of this is like someone in that era maybe lo- would have looked at fitness in that sense. Like they can they can run really fast, they can climb really fast, they can just like they move, can adapt, move to, the really well and adapt a to the surroundings and adapt to the surroundings right. And they and they also look different. They're yeah. really lean and like and physically fit right whereas now fast forward to now where we have roughly two-thirds of the population that's overweight or obese I guess what I may be trying to say with this is like the bar has potentially been lowered mm. right just because you have less people that
1: you have the te- technological advance yeah you as have as well less too.
0: less the percentage of population that either looks like that or can perform like that but then also Back in the sixties as well, you had much more people that had to perform manual labor just to pay pay for their bills, pay pay their bills, right? Yeah, put a roof. Whereas now, everybody sits to pay their bills, even more so after the pandemic, right? And then there's that too, yeah. So the the way in which we look at fitness now may be slightly distorted Mm. because of what I guess average is. Right. Is that fair to say? Maybe that
1: could be fair to say. Yeah.
0: You know, right. Like, so uh, again, back then the average was someone that could perform labor, could Mm -hmm. work on the farm, whatever it may be. Whereas now, like it's probably a lot of the people that would do that for a day and be like, I I can't do this. Yeah.
1: It's almost that sense of being fit was a daily activity because there were so yes, many things built that into your life built into your life whereas yeah. now you have to go out to get that physical activity and force yourself into that because of the way life has changed yeah. where everything is a little bit more or a little less manual labor now everything's all electronically yeah. controlled and we can do all these other things
0: yep um
1: which is interesting because i ele- like technology is supposed to help us advance ourselves but we've kind of maybe taken a step back and yeah and i'm and, speaking to myself too as as well right because right. i'm part of that issue from time to time
0: yeah and and we're also not saying that we should revert back to living in caves and no hunting food no, no, no. and stuff like that um but like we do need to understand the impact that it has on us and our fitness and our health um you know cuz technology is advancing much faster than we are from an evolutionary biology perspective mm-hmm. right and so we are not and this is maybe a whole separate topic so we won't dive too deep into it but yeah the the more that we're being encouraged to move less then again the baseline average of fitness is potentially going down. going down. Yeah. Yeah. So that's ultimately what I'm saying there.
1: So then what is considered like a certain level, I guess the certain level of fitness can be subjective.
0: Yeah, and we'll get into more of like the subjectiveness of what is fitness uh kind of near the end, but but yeah, ultimately the two things that I'll say to wrap up this first point is I think that we can only bend a, a definition so far before it breaks and becomes useless. Mm. That's kind of a thought I had as I was preparing for this. Because in maybe 50 years from now, fit is like someone that can walk upstairs without breathing heavy. Mm. We've all seen Wally. Okay. I mean, maybe not <laughs> all of us, but I think of a, lot a lot of us of have, seen, <laughs> have seen Wally. If you haven't watched it, it's adorable. It is very, it, uh, it pulls out the heartstrings too. It does. Yeah. He's, a, he's an adorable little trash compactor. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, there's no question that obviously that's like, pretty comical how like far it goes in that movie but like there's no question that
1: we're not that far
0: yeah like things are kind of moving there you know um so you know i I don't know but um because yeah like 50 years from now the definition could have changed even more so because maybe the average has changed even more so
1: Mm -hmm. right it could be or maybe we maybe there's a realization especially after the pandemic like hey maybe we have to change this up a little bit
0: Right. We can only, hope. can only hope. However, I'm not very hopeful, <laughs> Fair enough. but maybe I'm a pessimist. Who Realist. Knows? You know, yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, perspectives
1: is again, it's going by perspectives.
0: Yeah. But there, yeah, but there is a certain level of uh, subjectiveness around what fitness is, but like we also need to maintain some objectivity around mm-hmm. the definition, I think. Uh, so yeah. So then like the role of, of individualization in defining what fitness is. If someone plays a certain sport or has a certain activity that they pursue, um, then how they define fitness will most likely be uh, dictated, by, dictated by measures in that discipline, mm-hmm. right? So um, for example, marathon, you know, if someone is training for a marathon, they will probably define their measure of how fit they are by how they compare to the rest of the field. Yes. competing in said marathon or, or something like that.
1: I was even going to say you could even take it like to someone who's doing shot put. Yeah. And you look at them, their level of fitness is how far you can throw that that shot, that ball. I don't remember what you call it.
0: Is it a put? Is Maybe it a, the a shot or the put? I don't know. It's one of the two.
1: Anyways, but like their level of fitness, income, and then if you were to, brought step out of that, it's like, you may not, you may look at them and the initial thought is like, oh, they're not fit, but they're right, fit for they're, their discipline. Exactly.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be right. You, uh, I mean, the average shot putter, you're gonna look at them and be like, mm, may, they're maybe may carrying a, a little extra weight, whatever, but does that allow them to be more fit? for the specific task that they need to complete or role that they are trying to play, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, again, that's where that individualization and um specificity comes in dependent upon what that person is trying to do with their capabilities. Um you know, so talking a little bit about what fitness means to us, personally, we can both kind of chime in on this, mm-hmm. but like You know, I think for me, I personally like to hang on to some of the original and the biological definition of, of what fitness is and specifically going back to the biological definition, an organism's ability to survive. So like that first part, you could look at that a number of different ways. One, our ability to survive, especially in this day and age is, uh, Somewhat revolves around our ability to uh, escape some of the chronic, preventable illnesses that are plaguing society. Yes. right. You know, so diabetes, heart disease, two of the leading causes of death in in uh, the U.S. I believe, or in the Western world. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, like by us exercising, regardless of what it is, whether it's weight training or interval training, circuit training you know, running, recreational sports, running, jogging, jogging, any of those things in a way are improving our ability as an organism, a human organism to survive. Uh, The second part reproduce (laughs) the reproduction part. I mean, I guess that as well, right? Like generally the more you exercise and the, the, the more, um, fit that you are like, the more likely you're going to be, uh, uh, fertile.
1: Fertile. Yeah. You well, know, if you're, if you're around, you have more opportunities to be fertile as well. So surviving this is true. bleeds into right. that exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Right. And like, there's no question that I think, you know, some of those chronic conditions we just mentioned Absolutely. do impact fertility, right? If, if you're very obese, I think your fertility is impacted. probably not, yeah, probably impacted whether it be a motility issue or, you know, whatever, whatever it may be or a hormone issue, right? So So, yeah, I mean, I kind of like I still like to hang on to a little bit of that. And then the other like survival aspect, I do feel that um, (laughs) sometimes I'll I'll chat with some people about like, you know, jokingly saying, yeah, like some of what we do in the gym is like zombie training, zombie apocalypse training. It's always kind of a fun, funny thing to joke around with. I mean, maybe not in this day and age. Yeah. And so I do think that like by me getting stronger and more powerful and. You know, I'll occasionally do like some sprinting training for a period of time or whatever i I think that that improves my ability to survive in a variety envirom- of mm-hmm. environments you know so if for some reason I got into a situation um, you know and we can make this like not as extreme we'll say I'm out on a hike yeah right? and um, something happens where uh, a friend that I'm hiking with, um, breaks their leg. Yep. And we're like six miles from camp or six miles from wherever we can get more help from people. My, my training that I do uh, in the gym will certainly help and translate to uh, that specific situation because you know you can't leave that person there. right? So the only way that we can get back to camp six miles is if I carry them to a certain degree or whatever. right yeah so that's a very real situation i mean there have been people that have experienced that before and that again is thinking of that original definition of ability to survive in a particular environment so like that right there is like is totally in my opinion encompasses that
1: i think that's great yeah um my i mean it's hard it's hard to (laughs) follow that up but like for me it's more so just like surviving the daily for me, it'll be more so surviving yeah. the daily grind. I like, like that you're saying this.
0: This is perfect. Yeah.
1: Just like being able to get, being able to be alive or like survive enough to get to and from places. Or like, mm-hmm. even for me, I enjoy just like shooting some hoops and just being able to do that for a couple uh, hours without a, and survive on the court, survive on the
0: court. Right. Cause if you lose, you gone.
1: Winter stays, man. Winter stays. <laughs> That's right. That's how we used to do it. Um, but even just doing things like that for myself or like even getting groceries and just being able to carry my grocery bags from the checkout till to say my car is parked in the crowding parking lot and I have to park far away. Like mm-hmm. yeah. if I'm not fit enough, uh, if I'm not fit enough to do that, then like just, get, like, I guess I should just die now, right? Well, I don't and be, know comfortable I was, it, right? be comfortable doing you it, right? Or be comfortable doing it, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, no, I'm actually very glad you bring that point up because that's the other way that we can look at this is our daily environment while it is consists of like not a lot of physical activity you could also say by becoming more fit in the gym and i guess stronger and well you know we can t- add, add in flexibility to yeah. it right that then allows you to potentially work at your desk all day without experiencing pain yeah and that to a certain degree is your survival at risk if you work and you're in pain? Not necessarily. However, if that's chronic enough and you have to like take time off from your job, yeah. Right. Or even worse, like leave your job or whatever. It impacts. Then everything. your survival is at risk because then you, you start losing money and whatever. Put Who, knows? Roof over your head. Who knows? You can't put food on your table. Yeah. Like that. And like, yeah. if you have a family, it's harder to care for your family. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's, it could potentially lead to a very scary downward spiral. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, and that is, again, is just like going off the example of what you provided of just like surviving in our daily, daily life. Yeah. Uh, I took a different approach. That's um, a very <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but if, okay, that's here's true. One thing I'll say there's, too. there's,
1: there's times where that's going to happen.
0: Here's one thing I'll say too. There's a, a guy that I follow and I've done a little bit of training and programming with his name is DJ Murakami uh
1: what's up dj mirakami
0: what's up dj his instagram handle is strong camps check him out so he likes to do a lot of what he calls human strong training but he he's really funny because he talks a lot about like how it's like surviving the zombie apocalypse and you look at some of the stuff that he does he does like like human carries like he'll have (laughs) like i've seen him do an exercise before with like uh partners or whatever where the person will basically go completely limp. Oh man! And you have to carry them from point A to point B, and it's very different than even a sandbag. Yeah, like we've played around with some sandbag training recently, which is closer to like trying to move a human body, but it's still different, mm-hmm. right? Because humans have the limbs that got and they like wait if they're erratic. I think actually what the exercise was was like carrying your drunk friend home, <laughs> like practicing that. There's that's another thing that's like survival related. <laughs> You want to be fit to carry your, your buddy or your your girlfriend home?
1: Should we do this at P13?
0: Test it out. You buy the tequila and I'll bring a sombrero <laughs> just to make it festive. I don't know why. I don't <laughs> why? know why the sombrero. But we'll have fun. We'll take some shots and what, then you can carry me from.
1: What restaurant used to do it where you could have salsa out of the hat? Was it
0: mm. chilies? I have no idea. Oh. But I've seen it before. I think I saw it on a movie to be oh, honest. Man. I don't know if I've ever actually seen it in real life.
1: That'd be one one that'd be one day.
0: That's a that's a lot of that's a lot of tortilla.
1: Oh, that's a lot of tequila.
0: And tequila. <laughs> um Terramana.
1: So yeah. Rock, we would love to try your terramana. Terramana.
0: What's up, Rock? Hooks up. <laughs> he like has no idea who we are. Fair which enough. is all good. Uh Can't soon enough it. he'll know though. Yes. Um soon. so then like talking about uh, D- differences. Yeah, differences. So you know we can bring health into the conversation are mm-hmm. fitness and health the same thing what are your thoughts
1: my initial thoughts is no they're a little different however they are very
0: interconnected, con-
1: interconnected.
0: yeah so is I my would, thought yeah i would agree as well they're they're not the same in my opinion there are some similarities though many yes so, first, we can talk like, what is health? Yeah. Specific definition is the state of being free from injury or illness, right? I believe, excuse me, that's according to Merriam and Webster. <laughs>
1: What's uh, up, Merriam and Webster? Yeah. We're just going to throw it around. I, uh, yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, like the per, the original. Oh, the original. Oh, maybe people. Not. No, no. Yeah, I, I don't know. I doubt that. It'd uh, be super old. So, when you, when you hear that definition and you think about that, the state of being free from injury or illness, that doesn't say anything about how fit you are to do something. Yes. Right? That's basically like being not bad. Like being not in a bad state. Yeah. That's all that's saying.
1: Not being in a... or being Right? It doesn't say
0: do you're good. It just says you're, you're not okay, dying. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're fine. So that's the big thing. And it doesn't necessarily imply that an organism has a certain level of preparedness mm-hmm. for a particular environment or a particular task or role. Yeah. Right? Going back to those kind of combining those two definitions to and then to, for example, to c- compare someone who's pursuing health, someone who's pursuing fitness to be healthy, one can simply enlist the following lifestyle. Eat whole foods with little to no processed sugar. Don't drink alcohol or smoke. Walk daily. Don't pursue any activities that are too high risk. Don't sit too much and sleep well. I said that really fast. That was very fast. (laughs) But I thought I'd give it a try. So what you'll notice with that lifestyle is that person has very little variability from a baseline situation. Right. And both in a positive way and a negative way.
1: Not a lot of risk.
0: Not a lot of risk. Not
1: a lot of reward.
0: Not a lot of reward, right? You're just going to be kind of existing. Yeah. And maybe that's That's just what people, some people want. And again, kind of thinking about like what our daily lives consist of. Maybe being healthy is really all that you need because you're just going to sit at a desk and, I don't know, watch Netflix and uh, play Scrabble. Nothing wrong with Scrabble.
1: Google... Mess around with some Google sheets.
0: Google. She- yeah. Maybe <laughs> met- put some data in cells, you know, there you go. And, uh, yeah. And, and if that is the case, like, and that's all you really want, that's totally fine. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You know, if that's what they're going for, they don't need to ever like try to push their limits in the gym. And in fact, they would maybe want to shy away from it. Yeah. Because we all know like pushing your limits in the gym, there is certainly risk associated absolutely. with that. Yeah. I the- think everyone can agree with that
1: it's like that thing where it's like well i i'm just going to do this like i don't need to worry about having to be strong enough to carry like my boxes of, or i i if i just need anything and maybe just carry my boxes of stuff from one place to another yeah and that's all the or thing. they'll use a dolly or they use a dolly
0: cuz that's going to be safer
1: that's <laughs> 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 elevator or stairs right you could get stuck on the elevator.
0: You could. That's a tough. That's a tough call in this context. Yeah,
1: but this is going. Out, this is going to stray away if we continue <laughs> down this line. Anyways, um,
0: but uh, yeah. So I mean, what that would produce is someone who has excellent health because they play it safe in almost all aspects of life. Mm-hmm. They probably also don't walk through the crosswalk when the hand sign is up. Which, if you're, <laughs> if you live in San Francisco, you like never pay attention to that. Yeah. Right. You just like look both ways. All right. There's. A car, maybe like,
1: hundred yards away. Hundred yards
0: away, I'm good. Yeah, let's go. They're going like 35. (laughs) I can do the math on this real quick in my head and be fine. Except, watch out for the bus drivers; they'll get you. Oh man! And then notice I did. I also did not mention anything about them pursuing strenuous physical activity in their definition of, or in the explanation of how they live their life. Mm -hmm. Right. So this person also probably would not go skydiving. They would probably not do any bungee jumping. Skiing. Probably wouldn't ski, right? Football game. What happens at a basketball game?
1: Well, you got to get out. Then you got to go fight the crowds, up the stairs, <laughs> down the stairs.
0: <laughs> this is true. Get. There can be a lot of strenuous <laughs> activity at basketball games. That's no, for I'm sure. just
1: kidding. But yeah, yeah. There's like a not, what is fulfillment? Well, I guess it depends on what your definition of my, this could be taken deeper, your definition of life fulfillment.
0: Right. And some people have no desire to push the boundaries. And that's fine. And that's totally fine. Yeah. After thinking about those two definitions, what is the primary def- differentiator? And that's where, in my opinion, the primary differentiator is stress. Ah. Which is interesting because we just did an episode on stress a little bit ago. Yep. Give that a listen if you haven't already. If
1: you haven't already, it's up there for you.
0: Yep. P13 podcast. Uh, so by increasing the level of that of stress that an organism experiences, it will in turn increase the fitness of said organism. Yes. Does that make sense?
1: It does make sense.
0: Right. So and then
1: that, well, go for it.
0: I mean, you can even take this on a macro level, right? Or I mean a micro level when we resistance train with, say you're doing your 30 pound curls, or if you're me maxing out curls 135. at one thirty five on a barbell, <laughs> that's right. Um, you are putting stress on the specific muscle that you're training. And it is that stress that then produces a response both metabolically, chemically, and mechanically okay. yep. to then send signals to the tissue to become more resilient, stronger, Increasing all the above. Increasing your fit. Yeah. Increasing your bicep fitness. Bicep fitness. Or when you have to curl something that weighs 135 pounds. You gotta pick up your box. Yeah. move. Yeah. You just Maybe, talked about moving. Yeah. Maybe there's a coffee table in the, bo- no, you don't box up coffee tables. I don't know yeah. what I'm talking about. Well, you could. Um it's one big box. But so, so that's really a differentiator. It, it's important to note though, however, that there needs to be a corresponding recovery time from the stress in order for the organism to build more resilience from the event. That, if, or that resilience being more fitness, mm-hmm. right? So you can't, constantly stress yourself out without providing a period of time to recover from those events and expect to like continue to
1: so you're saying i can't do the 25 no 100 sit-ups every day seven days a week and expect my fitness to get up
0: is that all you're doing that's all i'm doing oh uh no i'm just that's an interesting example
1: question is still a muscle
0: is that but is that stressful enough to be too much stress
1: that's where we this is where that conversation we'll have another conversation on stress yeah
0: but so a real world example bringing in some biology here this will be a funny example imagine a young caribou calf cannot is running from a wolf right It cannot indefinitely run from that wolf because, I mean, there's the physical exhaustion, Mm -hmm. but additionally, there's probably a psychological toll that would at some point become too much for the organism, which in this example is a young caribou calf. The reason I thought of this is because (laughs) there's... (laughs) I'm a big Planet Earth fan, (laughs) and there's a scene on the original Planet Earth, shout out to like 2006, Uh, in which a wolf chases a caribou calf, uh, spoiler alert. I'm sorry. He catches it, but it's a circle of life. Um, but you know, so that example, they cannot indefinitely experience that stress and survive at a certain point. It'll break down. However, if the calf escapes, it can recover, learn from the experience as well as improve its fitness for the next similar encounter and environment. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so how does that apply to exercise? This is going
1: to be my next trip. How do we move that? Cal is like,
0: I'm trying to keep up with Thomas here. He's going all over the place with biology. (laughs) (laughs) Um, how does that apply to exercise? Same can be thought in an exercise situation. You can't, you can't redline every single training session seven days a week. And also do that on top of just regular life stressors like, having a family, having a career. You can't do that and expect to like continue to build up.
1: Reap all the benefits. Yeah.
0: And say you're also not sleeping very well, right? You're just not providing you as this organism enough time to recover from the bouts of stress. Yeah. Right. So we often are trying to find the level of stress to apply to our body to create a response also known as minimal effective dosage. So that's really what you want to think about Mm -hmm. in terms of how much stress to provide your body.
1: Your body is smart enough to tell you, though, too, because you'll know you're overtraining at some point if you're starting to see.
0: If you have the right level of self-awareness.
1: Fair enough. Very, Very good point, though. Very good point. Yeah. If you do have it, your your body's going to tell you. It's just, are you going to give in to understanding? Like, hey, gonna listen. Yeah, you're going to listen.
0: Yeah. To Cal's point, everybody's body will tell them. Mm-hmm. It's just a question of if that person chooses to listen or not. Right. So kind of bringing that back, that can be added into the definition of fitness, right? Or it, the definition of building fitness, I guess you should say.
1: Are we building our own definition of fitness? We might
0: be. Merriam and Webster <laughs> sup give us a slot in your next edition of your dictionary um so building fitness I think requires that stress yeah right so that's a little bit different conversation than the definition of just fitness but again I think it's important to provide that differentiator between fitness and and just being healthy
1: so then why does this make it important
0: so this is where we really can't answer the question for you, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's often how most of these podcasts and conversations and questions go. Is I want to empower you. We simply are guides on your journey. Absolutely. We are not answer providers. I couldn't think of a better word. Well,
1: what's what would you call Joseph Stalin? Like a dictator? <laughs> <laughs> that's we're not the dictators of your life true we are simply (laughs) why that was the the reference i don't um, know
0: (laughs) we are simply the guides so you know you really have to find your own answer as to why fitness is important for you we kind of shared some of why or for for, like for our perspectives why it's important to us for me it's apparently zombies (laughs) for cal it's apparently getting groceries yeah you know but you know, that's where the subjectiveness comes in. Mm-hmm. And one answer is not right or wrong. It just is dependent upon what you want to do with your fitness.
1: And understand, yeah, that, and then piggybacking off that understanding, like what you're going to get out of it and what you're maybe potentially have to sacrifice to get into that as well, which we yes. kind of talk about in our, one of our other podcasts about if you want to get,
0: Maybe it's the goals one.
1: Goals one. If you do want to get down to whatever body fat percentage. Mm-hmm. What do you have to do to get there?
0: Yeah. And also I would say in that situation, what are you becoming fit for? Exactly. To be looked at.
1: Maybe if you're single.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. I That's could good. see that.
1: Yeah. Or um, your 21 year old ex baseball player who wants to just work out in the gym with a sh- without a shirt.
0: <laughs> What's up, Sam? What's
1: up, Sam? <laughs> Woo. Uh,
0: yeah, so I mean, we we just really got to think about what what are we trying to be fit for in our our lives. Another um, thing that I really like to think about with fitness is uh, continue to work on building my fitness leads to learning opportunities and growth development that I've had a far, hard time finding elsewhere in other arenas, and so that's another reason why I like to pursue becoming more fit because quite honestly, it's a physical challenge. It's a mental and psychological challenge as well. For me, I've noticed that it breeds discipline, which you could argue is another survival skill. Agreed. Right. The ability to be disciplined and you You don't want to eat all your rations in day one. (laughs) If anyone's ever seen alone, you know that you got to, you got to pace, pace yourself on that.
1: Absolutely. I was going to add one part to that that now kind of just left oh, my shit. mind.
0: Was it related to the growth and development?
1: Yes, you have control. Is another thing. Yes, you have full mm. control of where you want to take it. Yes. Whereas in some circumstances, maybe it's at at work. Maybe you're working working at a desk job. Yes, you can control your circumstances. However, there's another power at hand. Mm-hmm. Who's going to control your future?
0: Yeah. So you're saying your fitness is in your control. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that's going that. back to what you were just saying. But Yeah.
0: No, but that's an, that's another good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. In the realm of fitness, it's all up to you. And so it's all based on the decisions that you make to achieve more fitness.
1: So then how do I do it?
0: How does one become fit?
1: How does one become fit?
0: So that's where it's, it's, um, well, think about that definition. That's the first thing. Or think about your reasons for wanting to become fit. So again, if it's, it's, if it's to um, be able to squat down with my two-year-old child and play with them, then that is going to look different than someone that's like, I want to get uh, super shredded for summer to hopefully find a mate in Panama Beach, Florida right yeah. so then from there it's pretty easy to to determine what you fill your time in with as it relates to fitness gotcha. right if you're that first person you should probably spend more time doing more flexibility mobility working on controlling resistance through various ranges of motion mm-hmm. if you're that latter person panama city beach person then you would probably want to focus on a potentially healthy calorie deficit if you do have weight to lose while also doing activities that are going to build muscle and maybe you care less about becoming mobile and or flexible however front if you were in if you were in PCB and you popped down into a front split with your shirt off that's, that would draw a lot, of t- a lot of attention that's epic all i'm saying is think about it So, but ultimately, that's you know that that original what you are trying to become fit for will dictate how you get there. From there, it's just a matter of filling in the uh, gaps, so to speak, in your programming to help you get to that point. Understand that it requires a certain stress to create the response. And with that, avoid the bullshit.
1: Avoid the bullshit. Okay. Thank you again for listening to the P13 podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a 5-star rating.
0: This podcast was produced by Project 13 Gyms and a special thanks to Studio Pod Media for providing the studio space and additional production.
1: So absolutely. You can find us on social media on Instagram at project13gyms. You can find myself at fan. That is K-E-M-I-F-A-N. How about you, Thomas? Where can they find you on your social media?
0: You can find me at Conway Bunga. That's C-O-N-W-A-Y-B-U-N-G-A. You can also check us out at project13gyms.com. And if you're in the SF area, come train with us at Project 13 Gyms in Lower Knob Hill.